You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is Inside Purple and Gold. Pushing forward into the offseason. We're not sitting down with a 49ers guest like we normally would be on a <laughs> Thursday. We're not doing Purple Prop Party like we normally would be on a Thursday. Season's over, off-season's beginning, um, but we're going to be around throughout the off-season if you want to follow us inside Purple and Gold, anywhere you get your podcasts, also on the Odyssey app. If you follow us and push that button, give us a rating and a review too, that helps. Tom, we just talked about Ed Donatel, kind of their non-committal response to Ed Donatel. Mm-hmm. On the flip side of that, they did commit to Kirk Cousins yesterday. Um, I think Quasey's quote was, I expect him to be our quarterback in 2023. And mm-hmm. like that is a commitment to Kirk. What I want to get into is like kind of the weeds of that commitment to Kirk. Will Kirk Cousins be the quarterback of the Vikings next season? Yes, 100%. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think there's even less question marks than last offseason. Um, Kirk Cousins was really, really good this year. He literally did take leaps and bounds under Kevin O'Connell. Um, I think as we talked about in the post-game episode on Sunday, it's unfortunate that his season ended with him checking down mm-hmm. because it kind of, for a lot of the the critics, um, torpedoed all of that progress that he had that he had made this season and kind of reduced the season to a check down with the game on the line. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a lot better than than that final play. He took steps. He will be the quarterback next season. What I want to know. Uh, I don't want to know necessarily what you think Quasey's going to do mm-hmm. because I think he's going to extend him. And I think mm-hmm. that's just the, the way the money works. Um, you extend him for a year, you keep kicking the can down the road. You, you create more money for this off season because mm-hmm. you're in cap hell. And then you, you kind of try to maximize this, this quote unquote window of winning a Super Bowl. Would you extend it? What would you do here? Would you extend him so you can, make the money work with certain other guys, or would you just say, Hey, you're going in as a lame duck quarterback. If you're good, we'll re up next year. If you're bad, we might be moving on. No, I would extend him. And I think this is what goes into that thought process. He was better under this. I'm going to give like some credit to McVay and some to O'Connell. Right. And we haven't seen the full McVay offense yet, but like um, passing offense read based, I mean, I think he gave O'Connell what he wanted in terms of uh, was better with a quieted mind. I, the more I think about it, I'm like in the back of his mind the entire time with Zimmer, he's like, if I throw a pick, I'm going to get in trouble no matter what Zimmer says. Right. And I think in this case, it was more he got him focused at the line, make your reads there and then make your re- reads um, down the field. Obviously, it came back to haunt him in that final play, I guess, in yeah. some ways. But I do re- like Kurt Warner broke it down, I think, really, really well in a, a film thing. Look, he, he maybe had Osborne deep. Uh, I don't, it, Jefferson's a YOLO. Like, I guess an interception doesn't matter at that point, but it's probably an interception if he throws it over that way. And like, it's funny that even in that moment, 
even though I think Cousins has been more situation aware, like he just, he basically just was like, I don't want to take a sack. Right. You know, I put the ball in place. How he put it with, with him having said that, like almost in any other sequence throughout the year, it's been positive that he has enabled Jefferson while also throughout the year, it just did not seem like he kind of held a grudge. Like if, if, yeah, Osborne wasn't great in one game. He could be great in the Colts game, right? If uh, if Irv Smith in the final game drops a, I think it was second down, but like a surefire first down pass, uh, he'll still find him in the red zone when everyone claps on Justin Jefferson. Um, I think the only time I saw like a direct result of a two missed plays was Rager in the Colts game, misread man versus zone. Kirk Cousins throws a pick six. six I think that's on Rager and then Rager didn't finish a route. And he was probably like the fourth progression. Just didn't think Kirk would get to him yeah. um, outside of that. And I think that was more a coaching decision than anything else. He has spread the ball around, enabled Jefferson. He gives you a floor, right? And this is what I'm, I'm thinking. This is Justin Jefferson's team. That is the, the transcendent player who will drive winning for us. So I'm going, I'm paying him. I'm giving Hawkins some money. So I have a second option. Um, I, uh, I am going to establish a four with Kirk, but I understand he's going to be 35. Take all of Cousins history, whatever baggage you have with him. Or if you think he's great, understand he's going to get worse. That's the nature of aging. Um, I'm doing a short extension. I think this is what you're advocating for, right? To relieve cap pressure. I'm also looking, I have five draft picks. I think they have four and I think they're going to get one for Conklin as a um, compensated compensated pick. So like they... I don't have the ammo to go get a quarterback right now. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think I got to use that stuff on the defense. Even if I'm trading back and getting more picks, I got to fill out my defense. So I extend him and then into next season. So like two years from now, that's where I start throwing darts and going, can I get someone in the second or third round or late in the first quite develop? And so I think that's how the timeline works. I'm confident Kirk cousins until age 37 will be good enough that he won't, he will operate the offense. I'm not convinced he will drive winning for you. And they're going to be a weird team where the defense has to be fixed and the receiver drives winning. It's a very unique situation in the NFL. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah. See, like I'm kind of at the other end of the crossroads or we're in this fork in the road and you're, you're going left. I think I'm going right. And I, I understand, like, I understand why you do it. And in a lot of ways, Kirk has earned that leash of like a longer leash this year. He's shown that he can be a quarterback that wins you a lot of games, um, steps up in big moments. Um, he's shown the ability to grow this year. And you look at the rest of the league, like even average quarterback is not guaranteed. So I understand like those who want to do an extension this year, even if it's like just a year, um, like this extension kind of comes, comes across as long, like, in the NFL, like you can just have a one-year extension that basically just extends the contract one year, moves all the money to the following year. I understand why people would want that, would be in favor of it. I understand why Quasey probably does it. 
I just don't know if the team's going to be very good next year. And if the team's not very good, I think that's an easy exit strategy to something else. Um, I think if you extend Cousins a year and you miss the playoffs next year because Detroit's going to be better, Green Bay, I don't know. They might suck, but they also might bring back Aaron Rodgers. We don't know. I think he actually does come back, yeah. Yeah, and if he comes back, then like, it's no guarantee that that he just like flounders again. Um, the Bears, they're they're not relevant. They're they're still years away from from contention. But I guess what I'm saying is like, imagine a scenario where what is today, January nineteenth, twenty twenty three. Imagine January twenty January nineteenth, twenty twenty four. We're talking about the Vikings. They just missed the playoffs, and now they have a year, a, a, one more year committed to Kirk Cousins. I think the the, the 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 feeling would be a little bit glum. Um. I guess what I'm getting at basically is like you just had a, an amazing season and Kirk Cousins took a lot of steps, um, but he's 34. If you give him a two-year extension at the end of that, he's going to be 36. I think he might even be 37. I, I got to check his birthday, but I think you got to give yourself some outs here. And I don't know if Kirk Cousins would, would, would play as a lame duck quarterback. I'm not sure he would hold out because there's like 40 million reasons not to hold Mm -hmm. out in in that scenario. But I think you have to consider that alternative. If you're the Vikings, we just had a great season. It did not work out. Um, This guy has been good for us for five years. Um, He's kept us relevant. We also only have one playoff win with him in charge or at the helm. I think giving yourself some outs might, work out in your favor long-term um it might all be moot though because i do think you're right tom i think they're going to do it um i think it's the most logical way to create money um and you need money this offseason because not only do you need to resign a bunch of guys you got to give justin jefferson the bag and without cutting a bunch of people the best way to make money <laughs> to make money to create money out of thin air because that's basically what you can do with the yeah create cap yeah 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 to create cap um, is to extend cousins. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I do, to be clear, like, I don't know. He's, I don't think he's going to drive winning for, for a great team. I don't think he, the playoff stuff is really interesting, but again, I I'm more inclined to blame the defense that I know they only scored what 24 points. So like mm-hmm. um, there's still something lacking there, but like, yeah, I, I saw that as more the defense on the, um, on the defense against, um, the giants. And I just, I do, I mean, people want immediate stuff because the NFL is so like, you think of how short these players careers are and the short, the windows are to win or whatever. I just, I don't, th- I don't know how with their draft picks and, and needing to overhaul the defense yeah. that they, they take stabs. And I think, I think this is going to be an anti Spielman draft, right. Um, uh, in terms of what Quasi's going to do, I think he's going to have some Spielman drafts. I think he's going to have some more like, you're like, why did they have like two picks in the third round? And, you know, two in the fourth and you're like, they're just throwing darts at the at quarterbacks or various positions that they need help in. Um, but yeah, I, it is a weird situation because I'm not, I, I understand like cousins is an NFC quarterback. And what I mean by that, look at who's quarterbacking the teams. And yeah, the fact that the Niners might win with Brock Purdy is bonkers. That is literally the last player picked in his draft class. Yeah. Um, it's also maybe a lesson for the Vikings that and other teams around the league. If you don't have the guy, 
there's maybe a way around. I just don't, I, I don't want to play with that too much when you have Jefferson, cause you're just going to yeah. upset him if, if you know what I mean? I, but you know, you're talking about Dak Prescott and stuff on the, on the other side, you're talking about Holmes Allen, you know, even the, even the teams that aren't that good, like Jacksonville as Lawrence or whatever. So, um, you know, they, they do have to prepare for a world though, in which the NFC that balances out and, um, you're going to have a quarterbacks that drive winning and to beat those teams, you're probably going to need better quarterback play and certainly better defense. So it's, I'm less like committed to cousins as like the superstar more that I think he's going to have some longevity and yeah. he gives you the baseline. And I just don't, I think the, I mean, I understand the Hawkinson trade and I understand why they don't, don't have many picks, but it, I'm sure in a in an ideal world they'd have a few more and you'd actually take a stab at a quarterback this year, in which case it would give you a little more leverage to um mm-hmm. to wait on cousins. But I think he gets extended and I think, you know, I understand why he's a hot button. I think when you're good but not great, some people are gonna get on board with you and think, man, he still has something to give you, right? And I think yeah. other people are gonna go get him out of here because you need a great quarterback to win. So I understand why it just it's hard to be reasonable with cousins because yeah people take one side or the other yeah yeah i don't think you've changed my mind necessarily but the point about jefferson's a good one like yeah you got to keep that guy happy it, it does actually seem like he likes cousins like or just at least goes it's, to bat for him it's weird like he's i think he treats cousins like i've tried to think of like how to how to say this because there was like the famous quote this is obviously in the zimmer era where things were kind of dysfunctional and also jefferson was maybe a little younger and not as polished he did go on tv and he said something like um this was on nfl network i think and he was like i love joe burrow right who's this college quarterback he just has so much more swagger than cousins and it's funny to think of how like swagger has manifested for Kirk cousins it's been (laughs) uh the famous quote uh kyle shanahan his swagger is he has no swagger but also like the fact that little kids now are showing up to games shirtless with chains because cousins did this twice on the airplane or whatever um but i think i almost see him as like it's it's like his like older neighbor or like his like uncle you know what i mean and he's like ah kirk's fine you know i kind of enjoy christmas you know i don't think they like they hang out um they're very two very different people but i think he can appreciate and i think this is um i understand like there's some weird sentiment around Thielen right now given the season he had but like i think Thielen kind of bridged a gap between them you know he always talked about how like justin and i watch tape and i show him what kirk's seeing and i show him what you you're seeing that has to stay i'm not worried about the offense because we know o'connell's in charge of that and i think west phillips does a good job but like this is something every team should bridge that gap because I get it. Like the receiver goes, I have leverage on a cornerback. Why am I not getting the ball? And then you watch the tape and you're like, well, it's because this guy's like in his face and he has to throw it away. You know what I mean? Or whatever. Or he just can't see you physically down the field because of, you know, how the defense is situated or whatever. So, um, so I don't know. I do think he has an appreciation for him. And I think it's really important that there's stability there because you can't repeat the Randy Moss mistake, right? Where you had this superstar player, obviously they made a mistake trading him, but they also made a mistake not having, like Brad Johnson should have been there throughout most of his career. Right. Or someone like that. And I think, I mean, honestly, um, cousins is probably more akin than people want to admit to like a Brad Johnson. Right. So like that, that, that to me, until you, until you get someone, and I do think eventually teams are going to figure out because very few are going to get the Mahomes in the draft. I think someone's going to figure out how to run a system where it's not all the quarterback. And also that you can just develop a guy to be, great right maybe not hall of famer but like a great quarterback and i think the vikings need to be on the forefront of that go back to quasi that is what like a stats guy does right he kind of just like um and an analytics guy he literally just looks at here are what we see in college from uh great quarterbacks people are undervaluing this guy because of maybe i think about this as a receiver but like i think of the stefan Diggs situation where like 
people are like, how did Diggs go so low? It's literally because he had like no quarterbacks. Like the yeah. Maryland team was so injured. You have to almost reverse engineer that and be like, here's a quarterback who was at a weird college that he didn't have many weapons, but he throw he makes all the throws our scouts say, and he shows this, you know, analytically and you grab that guy in the second round and he becomes great. Right. I mean, that's, that's going to be kind of their pathway to get the quarterback who is better than Kirk cousins. And I'm certainly not saying that isn't possible. There are quarterbacks better than him for the current state of the NFC for the current state of the Vikings. To me, I think he's your guy. Yeah, and I think he will be the guy next season. So um, no doubt about that. Uh, we'll take a break here, and we'll come back, talk a little bit more about the post-mortem press conference with uh, Kwesi and, and KOC. Um, also touch on a little bit of locker room access uh, that happened earlier this week mm-hmm. on Monday.